Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Happy Monday, everybody. Another Monday motivation for you, and today I'm going to kind of go on a little bit of a rant. I'm going to tell you seven things that I think are holding you back um, or can lead to more growth, I guess you could say. Uh, these are just kind of some random thoughts that I've been having inside of my journal, inside of the discussions I've been having with a couple mentors of mine, um, and some of the discussions I've been having inside of the coaching that I do. So the people I coach conversations I have with them. Um, but nonetheless, I think I kind of wanted to approach this, uh, in a way that's just really just kind of off the cuff, you know? So I literally just wrote down some notes and I was like, what, what are some points I want to drive across that have been on my mind lately? Um, and I came up with seven things, uh, specific things. And I just want to share those because, uh, you know, I recently did a Cody rants episode and I got a lot of good feedback and I thought that was fun because it was just a chance for me to have a handful of topics and just kind of go on a little bit of a tangent and just, just kind of discuss my feelings and kind of like let my mind open. And I know for me, one of the most valuable things that I get out of consuming content is those discussions where people are just kind of kind of just letting you into their brain, so to speak. I mean, inside of a seminar, you go to a seminar, you go to a talk, you go to a workshop, something like that. Some of the best conversations and the most growth happens after this talk is done, after the presentation is completely over, and you're just shooting the shit, and you're picking somebody's brain. I, I don't like the term picking brains, but the point being is you're just having discussion. So so this is kind of my way of doing that for you guys, is, is kind of letting you inside of my head. Um, and I want to share today, like I said, seven things that have been appearing in my meditation, in my journals, in my uh, coaching calls with my coaches and as well as the people that I coach personally. Um, and the first one is powerful systems create powerful results. And I actually stole this from Gary J. White of Wake Up Warrior. I heard it on a podcast that he did. And I believe he said powerful people use powerful systems. Uh, but the way I interpreted it was powerful systems create powerful, powerful results or powerful results require powerful systems. And the whole concept behind this is simple. Like if you look at any person who has created a level of success that you admire or aspire to achieve, they have a system. Uh, inside of our nutrition coaching, our nutrition training and nutrition coaching, we have a system. We have a tailored coaching method. It is our system. Um, and it goes back to the whole my, – one of my favorite quotes, uh, methods are many, principles are few. Principles never change, methods often do, or methods often change, principles never do, however you want to say it. Um, but point being is like we have our system. We have our principle foundational system that never changes. It doesn't matter who we're working with because this is our system. We have a certain way of coaching. We have a certain way of communicating. We have a certain way of uh, recording data. Um, and then we have a certain way of adjusting this data and to interpret what we need to do in order to create change in a person. But there's methods within that that allow us to tweak change and tailor the process to an individual. So within our principle, uh, which is our system, this powerful system, we have methods to tailor it to somebody. But the point being is the reason our coaching works so well and we get crazy results with people is because we have a system. Um, if you look at every successful entrepreneur who owns a business, their business has a system. 
it's how it runs and how it grows and how it's, it was created and how it continues to grow. Um, if you look at any successful individual, and what I mean by success is more more or less uh, not only financially successful, but also healthy, happy, passionate, enthusiastic, has some love in his life, like his or her life, um, and he's fulfilled. He or she is fulfilled and rewarded. That's a successful individual. And, and what can we say about those people is they probably have a fucking system. They probably wake up and do certain things, probably have a routine. They probably have... Uh, a way of treating others, a way of showing gratitude, showing appreciation, gifting things to others, writing, journaling, meditating, training, going about their work, sleeping. Uh, their intention is on point, and the point is, is they have a system. Successful people have a system of success that allows them to become the person they are. It's it's, it's very very important. Now, the the other category we talk about this with is relationships. So the same exact thing. How do you show up for your wife or husband? What does your date night schedule look like? What kind of notes are you leaving them? What kind of things are you saying to them? What kind of person are you showing up to be? What kind of energy are you giving off? Successful marriages have successful systems. How are you communicating? Fuck, that is a system in itself. It's probably one of the hardest part about marriages, right? Successful marriages and couples have successful systems. And the obvious one is the body. Again, any successful athlete, any successful model, any successful bodybuilder or individual has a system of how they go about their training and nutrition, how they go about the recovery, and how they go about adhering to it. So the, the, the moral is, is really simple. Powerful people and powerful results require powerful systems. So your job now is to look across your life in every area, your, your body physically, your, your mind uh, in, in being spiritually, emotionally, mentally, your relationships, and then your business or your career, your finances. Where are you lacking systems? You're probably lacking results in that area. Or where are you lacking results and ask yourself if you have a system in that. And if you don't have a powerful system, you need to create a system. That's the path. The second thing I wrote down. What can be repeated will create success. And I think this goes without saying is if you don't have a way of repeating the actions you are taking, what makes you believe that it's going to be successful or it's going to lead to a specific result? At the end of the day, we need things that can be repeated. That's why the, the quote or the saying, if you're following a diet that you, that you can't follow for longer than a couple weeks, you're on the wrong diet. If you can't picture yourself following that diet in a month or two, it's the wrong diet. And the reason for it is simple. It can't be repeated. It can't be adhered to. It will create stress. So if you're, if you're working on your business and you're trying to build your business, but you're burnt the fuck out, you have a horrible work-life balance, you have no routine, you have no structure, it's chaos uh, in your calendar every single week, you can't repeat that, period. At some point, it is going to crash and burn because you cannot last like that. Every successful person going back to the system repeats something to get them there in their body, in their life, in their relationships, in their personal well-being. Routines, fuck, that is something that needs to be repeated. So I always, I, I teach some of my mentor clients uh, a, a specific morning routine that I call shift six. But what I tell them is like, hey, you have to play the game the way you need to play the game because we all have different ways of going about it. So for a lot of individuals, they might not do shift six exactly how I do it, but the principles inside shift six are going to shift you into power every single day. So it's less about exactly how you execute. It's less about the timing of day you do your routine. It's, it's more about having a routine, period. Success leaves clues, and one of the biggest clues is simple. 
you have to be able to repeat whatever you do. Nothing is built overnight and you need to inch away at things. You have to kind of take action or create habits that repeat day after day, week after week, month after month, and sometimes year after year before you finally see that success. But you have to look at those daily actions and habits and things that you need to repeat and say, can I repeat them? Are they something I can repeat over time? Because that's the only path to success. Number three, intention over volume. This is something I, I wrote down because I've been having this thought lately of the intention inside of what you are doing determines the result or the outcome you're going to achieve from it, right? We all go through different actions and situations and practices and tasks and things like that. And our intention within those things is really what determines the outcome we get. Uh, what you put in is what you get out, right? And if you're not putting in a lot of intention or purpose or passion or meaning or, or effort, you're not going to get a great result, period. The level of your intention determines the level of your results. That should have been the same. That's, that sounds good. <laughs> but point being simple, focus on intention over volume. So whether we're talking about how much you're training, your diet, how much content you're putting out, the type of business you're creating, the type of clients you have, anything, intention over everything. How are you being intentful and present in every single action you take? Because that's going to determine your success in any area. It doesn't matter if you have a 100,000 blank, you need intention in every single digit. Whether we're talking about people, pieces of content, dollars, followers, anything. What is your intention like in your post? What is your intention like in your communication? What is your intention like, like in your podcast? What is your intention like in your day-to-day -day actions? What's your intention inside your meditation, inside of your journaling? I care less about how much you journal and I care that you journal intentfully, right? So there's all these things in life that we can look at. And even like this, another good, good example of this is in your relationships, it's not about how much time you spend. It's how you spend that time. I've learned this the hard way <laughs> and I'll admit that. But the reality is, is if you can be present and intentful in the time you're spending with your loved ones, it means much more than how many hours you're actually spending with them. Number four, stillness creates clarity that allows speed of implementation. I was explaining this to somebody who I have been working with to, to help, uh, on multiple fronts, but like one of the things we're working on is, is just getting more out of meditation and learning how to meditate and really committing to the process of meditation. And sometimes it's hard for people to commit to meditation because it's slow. It can be boring. It's hard to get into. It's hard to find benefit out of it. And it takes a while to get used to it. And the truth is, is meditation really doesn't start to show tremendous benefit until you get good at it, until you do it for a while and you do it consistently, kind of going back to number two, the repetition uh, leads to success. But that's hard as a, from, from a buy-in perspective. That's really hard to buy into because I'm like, hey, meditate today. Get a benefit after you do this for a month straight, right? It's very hard to be like, okay, I know after a while I'll get the benefit of this. But that's the reality. And the point of this is simple. If you can create stillness, and that is the act of being still, the act of being present in your own mind, the act of being alone, being quiet not being distracted or bombarded with consumption of media, content, infographics, uh, billboards, marketing, uh, distractions from people, communication, notifications, all these things. It doesn't mean I don't want you to do that because shit, I'm talking to you through a podcast. I want you to stay up to date with this stuff. But if you don't have scheduled stillness inside of your week or day, 
you are in a world of hurt because that's what's going to lead to burnout. It's going to lead to less present being. It's going to lead to less intent and less purpose and less clarity. And that's the big thing here is that stillness you have when you meditate, when you journal, when you sit in the quiet, when you don't check notifications, you leave your phone in the other room, you go on a nature walk by yourself, quiet, without music and headphones in. When you do these kind of things, you create stillness. And when you have stillness in your brain, you find clarity. The greatest ideas I've ever had come inside of meditation or come when I'm going on a walk and I have no distractions on. I'm just allowing myself to be present in my mind, which can be scary for some people. And at first it created anxiety for me. But as I did it more and more, I, I created more and more clarity. And I, and I craved that stillness because that stillness provided clarity that allowed me to enhance every area of my life. That's when my best ideas came. And then the cool thing about this is it allows you to uh, speed up your implementation. And what that means is, is once you create stillness, you have more calmness. And once you have more calmness, you can create clarity. Once you have clarity, the action at which you take is rapidly increased. And what that means is not only will you take action faster on something, but you will also do more work in a shorter amount of time because your productivity goes through the roof. When you have this sense of clarity, it's insane. And that's why I always tell people like, uh, one of my biggest excuses was like, I don't have time to meditate. I don't, I'm so fucking busy. But what I found is if I took 30 minutes out of my day to meditate for a bit, go on a walk, chill by myself, not work, I actually did more work in less time when I got back to the grind. And that's the whole point here. You will get more out of everything you do in your life if you separate yourself to create space and stillness to find clarity. Huge, 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 huge thing. Um, number five, without challenge, you become stagnant. This one occurred from a conversation I was having. Um, we do like a group call called The Boardroom. Um, and it's basically just like a group of us nutrition coaches that all uh, share ideas and just bullshit and talk. And it's just kind of like a fun thing we do every week. But this this idea of uh, – because I was, I was presented with this. Somebody told me this. Somebody called me out on it and was like, I, I don't think you're challenging yourself. I don't think you – I think you're getting complacent and comfortable because you're not having any challenges. And I think that that lack of challenge is creating a sense of not necessarily anxiety, uh, not depression, uh, but st but stagnation. It, it, it kind of doled my brain and I was having this problem and he was right. He was, he was completely right. There, you know, there's been a time in my life where – there was always some kind of challenge. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to learn this new topic. I'm trying to go through this course. I'm learning Muay Thai. I'm learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Now I'm learning boxing. Like I'm being challenged physically on a regular basis. Um, I'm being pushed in Metcons. You know, there's all these different things that were challenging me. And there's been a little point of time where I was like, man, something's just not right. And it was this. It was like, man, you don't have a significant challenge. And because of that, you're creating stagnant uh, a stagnant feeling, a static feeling in your brain, in your mind, and, it, and it's dulling your motivation, your ambition, and it's a reality. So the, the lesson behind this is simple. Without challenge, you become stagnant. You need challenge. You are a human being. You need to be challenged on a constant basis, whether that's through your body and your physicality, whether that's through your mind, whether that's through your relationships, or it's through your business. No matter what, if you are not creating some kind of urgency and challenge and push and are usually taking some kind of risk, you will not have that ambition, motivation, and excitement that you once had or that you crave and you want to have because you see other people have it. So the lesson is simple. Without challenge, you become stagnant. Number six, access and association are required by human beings. We are tribal individuals. Um, there's a really good book called Tribes. Uh, there's two books. Actually, I think it's called Tribe. 
I think Tribes, which is another good book by Seth Godin, is more business-related. Really good book for business owners. Uh, but Tribe, I can't remember the author, is more about uh, the human race and the human species and how we are tribal beings. We need to be a part of something. We need to be a part of a tribe. We need to be associated with other individuals. Otherwise, we feel empty. It's just the, the, the reality is we will feel empty if we do not have that tribal feeling in our lives. Um, and I know this firsthand because I always seek and, and crave and desire being in a, a group, uh, being coached, and then having a team. So like I couldn't do this alone because I need a team. I need my people around me because that makes me feel like I'm a part of a tribe and it creates a tribe for them to be a part of. And now we are 10 times stronger. My community for the tailored coaching method is insane right now. The TCM family, we call it, is just unbelievable with how much tribal culture they have right now and how this community has built. Um, and that feeling gives us this access to an association that leads to acceleration of our lives, period, and every result. Um, we need tribal feeling from a family perspective, from a friendship perspective and a fellowship, from a uh, spouse and a relationship perspective, from a business perspective, like I was just talking about, from a gym perspective. That's why CrossFit is so unbelievably powerful. It's because it created a culture and a tribe of people. So the point being is we need access and association. You need to find access to the right information and association to the right individuals that are going to allow you to feel fulfilled and constantly seek growth. And the last thing, which is probably the deepest and most emotional thing, this one came up on a podcast interview I did on a podcast. Uh, I believe the podcast is called Studying Failure or it's The Study of Failure. And it basically... Uh, he was asking me questions about failures in my life. Really good interview. And uh, the, the, the thing that we kind of, that kept arising, and we didn't do this by purpose, but I kept saying it, is that fear of judgment and acceptance will hold the most individuals back more than anything else. So he kept asking, you know, like, why do you think people get held back? Why do you think people are afraid to take action? Why do you think people don't get the result that they could get? Why do you think people aren't successful? And I said, I think people fear judgment and they fear being accepted. Part of that is yourself and it's self-projected. And what that means is that you are judging yourself critically and you are not accepting yourself at all. And part of this judgment is being projected onto other people. So you assume other people are going to judge you the way you're judging yourself. You think that other people won't accept you just like you're not accepting yourself. And it's why you cannot be loved if you don't love first yourself first, right? I can't accept love from another human being if I don't love myself first. And I have to give myself that self-love, which comes from self-acceptance, right? And then this judgment aspect is simple. We don't want to fail because if we fail, what will these people think? They will judge me. I will be an outcast. They won't accept me anymore. But if I succeed, now I'm above them. Shit, now they're, they're going to judge me even more and they're not going to accept me because I'm going to piss them off. So what am I going to do? What do I do here? What's the solution? The solution is to stay comfortable, right? I just got to stay in my comfort zone and stay complacent. No, fuck that. You have to remove self-judgment and you have to accept yourself so that you can realize that other people are not going to judge you. And if they are, they are not the people you want to be associated with anyway. I struggled with this tremendously when I was trying to achieve success in all areas of my life. And what I realized is that once I just started saying, I don't care what anybody else thinks, I'm going to do this for me. And that's not completely true because I do care what some people think. Of course, I'm a human being and I have loved ones that I want to think highly of me. But when I, when I removed this idea of like, they will judge me if I win or if I lose. And I just focused on what I wanted and how I wanted to look at myself and the person I wanted to become. 
I created success and I created failures. And guess what? Every time I failed, nobody judged me. Every time I succeeded, nobody judged me. Because the people I was surrounding with myself with actually gave a shit about me. They actually loved me. The people who would have judged me aren't in my life for that reason. And I'd have you consider that if you go all in on yourself and you remove this fear of judgment and acceptance, you will find, A, the best environment to be in, and it might be the environment you already have. So you might realize that your environment's totally fine. Or B, you'll find out that some of the things inside of your environment, whether that's people, places, or things, aren't supposed to be in your environment. They're not good for you. And now it's a time to remove them. So it just gave you a really good insight that's, that's going to allow you to excel forward and stop being held back. But it all comes back to this point. The number one reason people fail to succeed or see results is because they fear judgment and acceptance. They judge themselves critically. They do not accept themselves and they fear that others will judge them and will not accept them. Happy Monday, guys. I hope this touched you in some way, shape, or form. I hope this helped you in some way, shape, or form. I hope this kind of uh, hit you in the feels. Um, And I hope you got something out of this. These are seven things that have been on my mind a lot lately. They've been inside my coaching conversations with individuals. They've been inside my journal. They've been inside my head when I'm meditating. And I really wanted to share them with you. So I hope you enjoyed it. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, Head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the nutrition hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.